0: Love, Hope, radio.
1: Gloria and I wrote this back in 1963. Back when your mom and daddy were just courting, right? Just
2: courting.
3: And that's what we seek, God, life, eternal life, God. We pray, O God, today that you will touch every person that have come seeking you, Lord. Bind the hand of the devil, God. Rebuke the hand of the enemy, Lord. God, let your anointing that resonates in this place even now. God, let there be an outpouring on your people. We need you, God, to take us to another level in you, Lord. God, we're faced with demonic forces, God. Evil spirits have come up against us, Lord, and we need to be fortified with your power. God, we can't make it on our own strength, God. We don't have enough to stand on, Lord, but we know, God, that your joy is our strength. Fill us up on today in the name of Jesus. Somebody have come this morning burdened down, God, with the issues of life, God. Somebody, God, is in the battle of their life. Somebody's God, fighting in their mind and in their spirit lord where the devil have come into war against them lord but we thank you god because we know greater are you that's within us than he that is within this world god we know god that you are a deliverer lord that you're the same yesterday today and forever and you're no short of your promise lord and you're able to deliver us lord touch us on today lord we need you like never before fill us up with the Holy Ghost God uh, and give us a refill, Lord. Uh, that when we leave here today, Lord, uh, we can leave with your anointing, Lord. Uh, that as we meet men and women, boys and girls, uh, they might be converted to know who you are, Lord. Uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Uh, we thank you because you are a healer. Uh, you're the God that healeth these uh, and healing is in your wings uh, and you're able to touch our feeble bodies. Uh, you're able to save our troubled souls. Uh, and in the name of Jesus, uh, bind every demon, Lord, uh, every demonic force, Lord, uh, God, that comes to keep us uh, in the same place, Lord. Uh, we're willing, God, to surrender uh, and say yes to your will, Lord. Uh, we're willing to turn our lives, God, uh, over into your hands, Lord, uh, because we come to the place, God, uh, where we realize like never before, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, more than anything we know, uh, we need you, Jesus, uh, while men are trying to find God uh, solutions to this chaotic world, God. Uh, we're looking to you, Lord. Uh, because we know for every right desire uh, there is an answer. Uh, and Jesus sure that answer. Uh, there's no need for us, God, uh, to turn hither or thither, Lord. Uh, we need but to look for you, Lord. Uh, because you're the answer, God. Uh, for our trouble lies, Lord. Uh, touch on the day, God. Uh, break every yoke, oh, God. Uh, save on the day, God. Uh, Deliver on the day, God, Jesus. We need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We're crying out to you, Lord. We know that you're able to save our souls. We know that you're able, God, to heal our bodies, Jesus. We know that you're able, God, to turn our situations around, Jesus. No other help we know. No other help we know. No other help we know, God. You're able, Jesus, uh, to deliver our children. Uh, You're able, Jesus, uh, to save the unsaved husband. Uh, You're able, Jesus, uh, to heal the cancer patient. Uh, Nothing too hard uh, for you, Jesus, uh, No other God we know. Uh, We know that you're able, Jesus. Uh, We know that you're able, Jesus. Uh, We say yes to your will, God. Uh, Yes to your way, Lord. Uh, Have your way, Jesus, Uh, and we'll thank you for it, Uh, and we'll give your name the praise, and we'll bless you, Lord. Yes, we thank you, Lord, and we bless your holy name. Come on, open your mouth, and give the Lord some
4: praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you today. Welcome to Jesus in the Morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Pittman of Freedom Doors Ministries, and I come before you each weekday morning. 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and today is May the 24th, 2023, and so we thank God. We thank God. I got a little a little problem going, water problem going on this morning, but I just refuse to let the enemy stop me today. So we are continuing on in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Got the water people coming out. Gonna get the irrigation people out, and they'll take care of everything, because in the meantime, there's nothing I can do but just sit and wait for them. So we're moving on. I may have to, <clears throat> in between time, put a song on while I go with them or something, but for the most part, we're going to continue on in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So we thank him uh, for all he has done and what he's doing right now and what he's going to do. So we're going to take a listen uh this morning to this one, and when we come back, we'll come back talking about our topic for today.
1: Radio you need, yes, Jesus is a morning radio bold radio for real people
4: hallelujah, hallelujah the ropes this morning, and there are angels in the room hallelujah you sick if you're on your dying bed, there are angels for you that will cover you that would bless you to go on a cross and not be afraid hallelujah, so we thank God this morning. Uh, For good gospel music, thanking the day for all he has done, what he's doing right now, and what he's going to do. And uh, tonight, I'm going to find it. Uh, Pastor Howell is having a women's conference online. And uh, I went over last night, and Sister Jerry and I, because I really forgot it yesterday, to be honest. I went over last night, and God. Bless me to remember to call in. So I called into the line and put the code in and went in, and um, Prophetess uh, Francis, Bishop Francis' wife, was over teaching. And uh, we had a wonderful time, wonderful time. So I want to announce that today for those who would like to um, go over and take a listen tonight. And I think it's between 7 and 8. Uh, 7 and 8.30, and uh, it was just a true blessing, a true blessing. Yeah, and uh, I, I thank God for it, and uh, it was just wonderful. It was just wonderful. Um, I'm typing something up right for the approval. Okay, yes, Lord, I have to work and work, but it's okay. We get things done. Work for the Holy Ghost, work for the Son. Ah, yeah, I'm a special agent of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So we thank him today. We thank him, we thank him. And, uh, okay, okay. So we good, we good. Um, I'm going to try and find it. And our topic for today is this. Free from Egypt into the wilderness and complaining. Look at this. Free from Egypt into the wilderness and complaining, grumbling, murmuring. They're not happy. Moses, you brought, every time you turn around, Moses, you brought us out here to die. We want water. We don't have no water. What what are we going to drink? We, We don't have no food. We're hungry. What are we going to eat? You didn't think of these things when you decided to come out of Egypt from under the hand of Pharaoh being tortured. You didn't think of these things. You cried unto the Lord and he heard you cry. Yeah. Okay, Brother Louis, I got you. I got you. Yes, Lord, in Jesus' name. Yeah, so he done brought them out and they're still not happy. The least little thing they want to Cry. They don't, they, they want to get, <laughs> you know, brought us out right here. You should have left us in Egypt. There wasn't no graveyards in Egypt where we could be buried. It's just talking all out the head. Wrong. Negative. With God, we stay positive because we believe in. we trust him, we're waiting on him. Yeah. Faith, trust, and patience. That's what we're working with. Waiting on God. It you know, always come at your timing because your timing is not the perfect timing. Whatever's going on, you're not going to die from it. Whatever's going on, you're not going to lose it. So don't need to grumble, murmur, complain. Get back on your knees and go back to God and ask him to help you to wait. Lord, I know you're coming. Help me to wait on you. Yeah. Help me not to be uh, crazy out here because Lord you've been good to me. When I didn't know where I was going to get groceries from, you made a way. When I didn't know how to how I was going to pay a bill, you made a way. I thought I was going to lose my house, lose my car, lose everything I had, but Lord, you stepped up on the scene. You even brought strangers to things. You even caused people to come together on my behalf and bless. So now this thing done come up, and I don't want to lose my mind over it. I don't want to ignore you doing trouble times. I run to you. and in, in my time of trouble, I want to run to you. Have faith, trust you, and have the patience to wait on you. I don't want to get all squirrely bird looking at the situation. This is why when we go to God in prayer, we leave whatever we ask him to do. On the altar before him, walk away praising him for what he's about to do for you. It may not be the same day. It may not be the same week. But he's coming. And he's coming to see about you. And we thank him for it. Now it won't rain. <laughs> Water line bust out there. That's right. But nonetheless, God have a purpose and a plan. And I can get all up in the air about it. I got to wait on him. Yeah. And he's got some people coming who can take care of it. Yeah. I think it's the irrigation uh, sprinkler under the uh, hedges because that's why I hear all the rumbling noise of water running and it's running all down the street in the little little cut thing there. Yeah. My neighbors come over and rung the doorbell to tell me that uh, I had a leak out there somewhere, water running everywhere. He wanted to walk with me out there, but I... I I had to get this going right here. Jesus in the morning and call the people who was not just going to show me what was going on, but fix it, repair it. Hallelujah. So we thank God this morning. So uh, we're back at it. We're back at it because we're learning that no matter what, no need to sit back and accuse the pastor, accuse the prophet, accuse the prophetess or whoever, the minister or whoever, no need to accuse these people. All the while, you've been taught by them. You decided to go to them. You decided to trust what they said was the truth. And when something they said don't go according to your plan, then you want to grumble against them. You want to complain against them. But say, I don't go that food with her, this and that. She she not all you. She don't know what to say. She'll embarrass you. Okay, then. But go to God. If you can't come to me, go to him. But our problem is when we go to him, we don't understand many times what he's doing. And to be honest with you, there's no need to get in God's business to know what he's doing. Just know it's going to be worked out and begin to praise him. Tell him thank you. Lord, I love you. I give you glory. I give you honor. I give you praise. This is what to do. And when people give you a word, because most people chasing after a word, and they don't hold on to the word. There's a difference in a word and the word. A word can be an instant thing. It it can be natural. The word is instant and spiritual. The word will do what a word has not come to yet. So no need in us chasing after a word. Let's get in the word of God. Hide it in our heart that we might not sin against him. Obey it to the best of your ability. Hold on to it. Don't let go. When situations come up, remember the word of God. And apply the word of God to your situation. The word of God, do the work. I learned that. And some days I feel so free, I think I'm crazy. Because whatever come up, I'm giving it to him. He made me for his pleasure. He said he wouldn't withhold no good thing from me. I love him, and not only did he call me, but he chose me. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. Again this morning, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Yeah, I'm more than a color through Christ Jesus that loves me. And it's that love that will lift you. It's that love that will let stress go. It's that love that will let worrying go. It's that love that will stop you from putting your hand in God's business. Because His love will lift you, it will remind you God got this. Stand still. Listen and see if he's telling you something to do. It'll come up strong in your spirit. It'll come up so strong you can't stop remembering what it what, what's being said in your spirit name. But we won't put our hands in everything. I don't like it. God is trying to protect you from something. God is trying to teach you. So I don't care how bad it is, he's trying to teach you something. The midst of a trial and your trial come to make you strong. But you can't see that because you're feeling it and you're looking at your situation. You're not really giving that thing to God. You say you're giving it to him, but you go back and try to find other ways to fix it. That's not the way to do If you're going to give it to him, give it to him. And, and, and whatever coming, let it come. And begin to praise God. Even how ugly it is, tell him thank you. Because it's all being worked out for your good. When you end up, when you get through it's going to be more than what you want or want it. Mm-hmm. But God, you don't see, Lord, they doing this. And God, I can't stand it. And Lord, I, Lord, look at this. I, I don't want this, guy. I don't need this. And the Lord is saying, him, look at you. He's saying it to you, but he's just saying, look at you. You won't even endure the trial. But you say you love me. You say you want to go back with me when I come. You say you're mine. You say you want to obey me. You you want to do right. You done made changes in your life. Some people make changes only so far. And after that, no more changes. Because it don't please them. Not only does it not please them, it's not what they really want. They only want one of the things that he gives they feel good about I, i've seen shante do it many times as long as god is blessing he's her everything when the trial comes she go to talking off the wall i have to talk her back off the ledge are you crazy we needed five thousand dollars he moved in a day he moved in one day and gave us the five grand the lady called her and asked her what she needed He moved. She saw me come out the project into this place. Nobody but you, Lord. So now it's not my time to complain, waterline bus or whatever it is out there. Okay, Lord, fix it. I said, fix it, Jesus. Fix it like you think Yeah, 'cause Yeah, because I can. I have a work to do. And it's not our word about the water. A flowing down a street. No, that's that's not what he called me to. Ah, uh-uh. But he did bless me to get the right people who need to take care of the situation. And we tell God, thank you this morning, that he's able. That he's able. He brought them out of Egypt. Do you see what they were doing to them in Egypt? They could beat him kill them. They could do anything they wanted to them. God sent Moses in to tell Pharaoh to let him go. Pharaoh wouldn't do it. And he said, now that Moses done come to my job, God, I'm going to show you some what I was supplying for you to make brick. I'm no longer supplying it. Go out and find your own straw and, and hay and whatever you need to make the brick for me. I'm no longer supplying for what I need. It's your job. And I want the same amount of brick to be made that was being made when I was giving you the supplies. They cried to the Lord. He heard they cry. Not only did he hear, he looked and he saw what was going on. God didn't like it. So if God don't like it, I don't either. And he's going to fix it. So he... Send Moses back many, many times. Each time, he hardened Pharaoh hard, and Pharaoh couldn't let him go. So he brought many different plagues and, and things to show them who had the power. But you know, sometimes people can't see God and his power. They're too busy looking at themselves and who else they feel have power in the earth, on the earth. Yeah. Then finally, he said, okay, I got something for Pharaoh, and I know this time Pharaoh won't turn him loose. He sent death. But every plague and thing he sent, it didn't touch Israel. God protected them. Even when he sent the death angel, just what God did, told him what to do. Put the doleposts on, make a feast. put the do- Don't eat nothing leavened. Don't let nothing unleavened, I mean leavened be in your house. Let them out to the Red Sea, when they looked back, Pharaoh and his whole army was coming. Because so they said, are we crazy? Why did we turn when they were doing all the work for us? Let's go back and get them. So before Pharaoh got there, they went to crying out again against Moses. God told Moses, he said, well, why are they crying? What you crying for, Moses? Hold that same rod up. If you held over the Nile River and the river turned to blood, hold that rod up and let's see what happened. Watch what I do. See my salvation, Moses. Moses obeyed. The sea opened up. They went through. Pharaoh and his men followed. Well, whoever followed them got drowned in that sea. I can tell you that. They went on through to the wilderness. Got out there again this morning started grumbling and complaining. You ain't got no water. You brought us out here to die. And believe it or not, when I'm moving out, that's what we tell them. You gave me this house for the people to come and take it back. You gave me the car for the people to come and take it back. Let me tell you, what God gives, it adds no sorrow. Let me tell you something else. If God gave it to you and you still want it, it's not, even if you don't believe, it's not going nowhere because God don't take back what he gives. So see, he already knows you. Unless he's going to use it to bless you even more. That's the only way you'll lose it. I've given my testimony many times. I lived in the project. I had a 1998 Ford Contour. I called it the civil soldier because it was silver with gray seats and I love that car. God blessed me to have it. I saw it in my niece's yard and they had bought them a new truck and yada yada yada. What y'all gonna do with that car? I, said, I don't know. I said, Well sell it to me. How much would you sell it for? Now they was wrong, but they did I asked and they told me they wanted five hundred dollars. I said, Okay i give you the first down payment on it, and then I'll have somebody come and move it. I called AAA to moved it to the job. They said, at the job, I know a month. And then the Lord opened the door, and I started calling around to find out who could repair it. I could look at it and tell me what was wrong. They said it was the engine. So the one man said, well, we can overhaul your engine. And it'll run now. His name was John. I took it over to John. had AAA to take it over. And John repaired it. John let me pay the installments until I paid the last payment. My car was completely fixed, and I went and picked it up. Had to go to the DMV and get the tags changed, the titles and everything straightened out. Got that done. God opened a door. Kept that car for nine years. I kept seeking a new car, a new car, even to my grandbaby. And one day I was taking a lady to look for a house. They was throwing her out of her old house. Yeah. And and see, I want to show y'all something. And I'm not saying this to down the lady. I'm trying to show y'all what God will do, how God will use you if you want to be used by him. The lady kept the house so nasty. Until when you walked down the sidewalk, you could smell the filth in the house. So when the landlord come back, he said, oh, no, I can't even go in there. She just got to go. She has destroyed my house. And he gave us so many days. You know how you go get the same of for the judge or whoever. I was taking her to look for a house. They never would let me in that house. Because they knew what kind of house I kept. So they weren't going to let me in there to see. Taking her to look for a house, the 1998 Ford contour, the Silver Soldier broke down. They just, just shut that. The more I press on the gas, the more it shut down. I called Triple A. Somebody to tow it. I called my daughter. Uh, before I called Triple A, she came and got me and the grandbaby and took us around the Tire Plus where he was taking the car. And the man told me, well, uh, I was Mac at the time, said, Miss Mac, your baby died. I said, oh, no, that baby ain't dead. Y'all won't have to resurrect that baby. I got to have her. He said, Miss Mac, we can't. He said, you know what? We can do it if you have $3,000. I say, well, you know, in other words, we're going to have to funeralize the baby, and I'm going to have to have another one because I can't. I don't have three grand. I left it over there at Ty Plus for some days. Went on home for a week. It stayed over there. I'm trying to figure out, Lord, what I'm going to do. And I was catching rides to the grocery store. My daughter-in-law would come getting a cousin, whoever I could get a ride from. Because I just couldn't get on that city bus. That street, uh uh-uh, I couldn't catch it. So Friday came a week later. It, It died that Sunday. That next Friday came. I was up late that night and on on the computer doing whatever. And uh, this thing pops up. You need a car, bad credit, good credit, you know. And I never do this, really. But I hit it, clicked on it, gave me a little application. I put it out, sent it off, got through with whatever I was doing, showered and went to bed. I woke up the next morning, I had breakfast, yada, yada, yada. My grandbaby was over there. I uh, got back on the computer. I got an answer. I did a little bit more talking, you know, in the email. Here come the phone call. And he asked me what I was looking for. I explained it to him. He told me to come on over. But he said, I'm going to have a lady to call you back in about an hour. And when she called you back, you know, we'll have something for you. I said, okay. In my mind, I, was, I don't want to go over here and be disappointed now. I don't want to go over here and way out Atlanta Boulevard, almost Atlanta Beach, and be rejected. So when the lady called me back, she asked me a few questions. And then she said, Miss Mack, I have picked something really cute out for you. I know you're going to love this. She said, I just need you to come get it. See it, and if you like it, just just drive it off the lot. I said, well, the man told me I could do everything over the phone. She said, and you have. Listen now, I wasn't paying attention. She said, and you have. I have been approved and didn't know it. I said, well, I don't want to come out there and be disappointed or rejected. She said, and you won't. She said, you can do everything over the phone, but you can't drive this cute little vehicle I have for you off the lot. I got my daughter, same daughter, the grandbaby mama, and we rode right there. I wasn't out there 45 minutes. Tess drove it, went back, agreed to it, signed. Me and my grandbaby got in it. The mama drove her car away before us. She and I got in the vehicle. I let her ride shotgun in the first seat, in the front seat, and we rode off and kept riding for two years. Just a shot of two years, I would have paid it off. But I wanted something else. I kept speaking that. Here come the brand new car. I tore the paper off it myself. You know how they had a paper on the window? What it's all about, How I mean, and mileage and yada, yada, yada. What kind of gas? Yeah, all of that. I took that off myself. Got the letter in the mail go to Keith Pearson. I didn't even know what that was all about, but I went to Keith Pearson. Nobody but God. Nobody but him. A letter in the mail, you you couldn't even understand the signature. You know how you get stuff in the mail and they tell you you can do this and you can... I don't pay that attention. But this particular letter, I could not ignore it. I had Jesus in the morning, uh confectionery, And Jesus in the morning, cafe going, the convenience store and everything. I shut it down, went to Keith Pearson, showed the letter to the sales lady, and she took off running. I didn't know who, to this day, I don't know whose signature that was. They was jumping through hoops, running into each other. I'm like, what is going on with these crazy car people? She's supposed to be in there with the finance manager and tell me what time it is and come on back. they in there playing around. In a few minutes, she come out. She said, what is it you're looking for? She thought I wanted luxury. I said, no, I just want a little uh, Toyota RAV4, the backup cameras and all of that. I ain't paid that no attention. I didn't know about that. I was driving a 1998 Ford Contour. And let me go back a minute. When I first pulled into the car lot, it rained cats and dogs. Oh, it rained so bad. I couldn't even get out of the car. I had to sit there a while and pray. And then a little while, it cleared up. I got out and went in. She said, well, what color? I said, I'd like to have it in silver. She said, let me go see what we got. She went out and she saw it. She didn't have silver, but she had charcoal gray. I said, I take the charcoal gray. Because I said, Lord, if you're not letting me get silver, there's a reason for it. So look, I sat there a while and then I thought about it. I said, you don't really need no new truck. You got a 2010. Nothing is wrong with it. Got it, got it, got it. I was told her, I said, I don't think I'm going to do this. I don't really need it. She said, just think about it. i tell you what. Leave your truck and drive out home about 10 o'clock in the morning. If you decide you don't want it, come on back and pick your truck up. No love lost. She knew when I drove off that lot, I wasn't bringing it back. As I'm driving off the lot, I said, Lord, I love this truck and I want it. God, if you give it to me, because you will have to give it to me. I said, Lord, you have to make every payment because I can't. And I drove on down the street bumping, you know, to the gospel music like I like and went on home, woke up the next morning, went to the store, checked everything cause I think I left oxtails cooking all night because I would, you know, serve dinners. Went back over there about 10. She said, well, I said, well, you know, I can't give it back. She said, good. Signed right here, right here, right. had everything ready. Signed and got on out the door. Not a dime, not a penny down did they asked me for. Got the truck, finished up over at Jesus in the morning confection, everything. Closed it down, moved out here. Uh, had no money flowing. No money, no money but he made a way. Car payment due, I go in the garage. That was my temporary prayer closet. I say, Lord, the truck payment is due, and I don't have it. I said, Lord, bless me with the money to pay for the truck. And I would go on. I would get a a, a, a for you to finance, and they would say, Miss um, Mack, we waited on the payment. I said, okay. I would call them and talk to them. Wasn't afraid <clears throat> to talk to them because, you know, sometimes you'd be a little leery. They hear the negativity from a, a debt you owe. They never made me feel bad or none of that. So, I go back out in the garage and I said, Lord, would you give go, go on and give me the money for the truck payment? I said, because it's be two payments in a minute. I said, and in a minute, these people are going to be harassing me about their money. And, and I owe it. I said, so Lord, would you would you go give me the money today so I could pay my truck? He may not have gave, gave it to me that day, but the next day or so, the money started. Then he ended up giving me a budget, listen, just for the truck. Money just to pay that truck payment every month. Finally, I paid the truck off. Well, I should say he paid it off because he supplied the payment every month. And at the very last ending of that thing, when I tell you he showed up in a big way and just paid it off, just paid it right on off. I was like, well, uh." I can not say, uh-uh, I couldn't say, what? Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. That's all I could say. I can explain that. All I could do is tell him thank you. And that's the same way for, I had to be debt free. How he did it down through the months on that truck, I couldn't complain, I couldn't grumble, I couldn't murmur. All I could do is tell him thank you because of the way he did things, and I couldn't forget. I could have complained and said, well, Shante, you could help me pay this truck, and this, that, and the other, and other, and that, and this. No, ma'am. Well, Lord, I tried to sell this and sell that. You didn't open no no man. What? Oh no, 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 no. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. God, I thank you. That's that that was the way. I couldn't even re- remember the grumble and complain. Chante used to grumble and complain for me. I'll be glad when you pay that truck off. Yada yada. Uh-uh. I have nothing negative to say about something that God had gave me. Because he was a way maker. Yeah, I, I wanted that. I, I know y'all heard me tell this before. I don't know why I wanted it, but I wanted it. <laughs> Fingahood. Have you ever heard of such nonsense? I don't know. Boy, look like I just, I just had to have it, y'all. I prayed and God gave it to me, and later on He showed me why He gave it to me before. Foolishness, cheap junk that they selling at a very extensive price because people who didn't have good credit was able to buy but you paid three times as much for junk. Finger hut. I don't fool around. Well I wanted to be debt free. This was in twenty twenty I was praying for her. and he come up and he did de- that. I had some little side stuff i had to pay for not my truck and big things as i call them the big things he had made a way he had made a budget for me to pay for all of that blog talk da 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 well these little side things right? i i kind of got hooked up with it you know plumber and after pay and a firm you know and then here come uh sheen yeah, now they done brought Temu or Timu and a bunch of other and, and I could buy stuff from Walmart, Amazon, anything I, I could buy and pay for it over a period of time. Every two weeks, you get a bill and you pay for it. I was sick of that, too. I said, Lord, I just want to be debt free. I got rid of the apps. Shein and and, and Shein and whoever else I got rid of. I bought a TV to a firm. Went to get tires, but the people told me I didn't need new tires. I'm just shopping. But in 2020, I said I wanted to be debt free. The Lord blessed me with the stimulus money. I could pay all those things off. And he had already made a budget for the truck. I was basically debt free. But then folks uh, got the best of me. And I started thinking on Sheen and, and, and this one and that and went in there and got me some more stuff. My credit card. Capital One. I even was able to pay that off. Yeah. Went back in there again, fooling around <laughs> and got back in the debt. But I could feel if you want it, get it, because you won't pay for it no way. I don't pay for nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. He does. Yeah, greater does. Almighty God that have all power does. I bought something, and I said, Lord, I shouldn't have bought that because I really could have used that money in another area. Guess what? He give me the money. Give me what I paid for and give me the money back. I'm not telling you what they told me at church or in Sunday school. I'm telling you from experience. God is who He says he is. He will do what he says he will do. He will do what you know he can do, but you don't have the faith, the trust, and the patience to wait on him for. I'm telling you the truth. No need to grumble, murmur, complain. Stop it. Don't let negative stuff come your way. Folks talking negative, bye-bye. We got no time for that because the god i serve is a positive god the god i serve the earth is here in the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell therein he own everything and everybody including that devil and i'm not going to let nobody come and drag me into negativity so i don't have what i say i want or i don't have what i think i want or what i want he won't withhold no good thing from me if you love him and you're called according to his purpose. So when you're chosen, you're loving and you're called and you're chosen, what do you get when you obey? The blessings of the Lord. So many clothes the right broke. Amen. You have to guard your gate. Don't let in and everything come through your gate. Don't let people talk. And look, Stop thinking what you're telling people is impressing them, please. Stop that, because you're not impressing nobody. matter of fact, they get mad with you about it and say she a fool. I need to hear all of that. I don't even like her. Shut your mouth. I know y'all think I talk all the time, tell all, no ma'am, no sir. Mm-mm. There's a time and a season for everything. I put it out there today. And certain people I get around, I don't talk at all. You'd be surprised. Like, well, what's wrong with Sister Barbara? She don't appear to be so friendly today. Uh-uh, this is not the time to talk about my business. This not the time for me to tell nothing. There's a time and a place for everything. I come and I talk here. Yeah. Testimony. But y'all don't get the deepness of the business. Oh no, ma'am. And I don't tell y'all everything that's going on. And all work that I do, some work I do, I don't I don't tell everybody. I think I told sister Irene something uh that I do concerning the prison one time. But I I don't tell everybody everything. Uh-uh. That's not your business. All the negative talk, I don't need it. What you're doing when you do that, you're talking against God and don't know it. You're telling God some crazy stuff and don't even know it. Sometimes we tell God stuff without even moving our lips. But I'm going back to what she said, God, you gate. Don't tell everybody everything. You'll be messed up. There's a way to tell testimonies where you don't tell everything. Hallelujah. you, Jesus. All right, so maybe they're coming after 8 o'clock. So look, over in Exodus 19, first verse, and I got my basic English Bible already pulled up this morning. Oh, I'm on the ball. (laughs) And verse 1, it said, in the third month after the children of Israel went out from Egypt, on the same day, they came into the wasteland of Sinai. And when they had gone away from Rephidim and had come into the wasteland of Sinai, they put up their tents in the wasteland before the mountain. That is to put up its tent. It's going back over some stuff. It's a different chapter, but it's going back over some stuff. Verse 3 says, And Moses went up to God, and the voice of the Lord came to him from the mountain. Now, I want to stop just a second here. If God talked to Moses at the mountain again this morning, is there any place or anything too hard for him? Any place that you're at, is it too hard for God to talk to you? When the doctor gave you that bad diagnosis, was it too hard for you right there on the spot to ask God to heal your body, not just listen to what the doctor said? I mean, you but after he's finished and he gave you all the diagnosis and this and that, that's when you tell God all about it. You don't wait till the day of the operation, Lord, I'm going to say that. No. Right then and now, you start asking God to heal you. And right then and now, you start believing that your healing is taking place. But there's no place you can be that God can't talk to you. And Moses went up to God and the voice of the Lord came to him from the mountain saying, say to the family of Jacob and give word to the children of Israel. For it says, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I took you on eagles' wings, guiding you to myself. Listen, I've been in some situations where people was against me. But God brought me out smelling better than a rose. Because how many you know roses smell like uh manure sometimes? Now the rose itself have a beautiful smell. Sometimes it smells like what it comes, you know, what fertilized it. But he brought me out smelling good. He brought me out looking good. It, it it reminded me of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I was in the fiery furnace, and the furnace was burning high and bright. But God came in that with me, and when he brought me out, I didn't look like what I had been through. I didn't look like what I had been. So he told him, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and I took you as on eagles' wings, guiding you to myself. See, when God brings us out, he's bringing us to him. He's bringing us to the church building, the pastor, uh, I work on this auxiliary. I'm on the finance ministry. Now, that's not where he's bringing. He's bringing you to himself because he wants you to take it upon you and learn of him. For his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Amen goes right there. I feel all right. Hey, glory, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done for us. Father, we thank you this day because without you, we can't make it. Without you, we can do nothing. Lord, we thank you. 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 We can't say thank you enough. Guiding you to myself, I want to go to him. Father says, if now you would truly give ear to my voice and keep my agreement, you will be my special property out of all the peoples, for all the earth is mine. Oh, I feel like doing a little dance. Oh, the earth is here the put the devil of the world invaded, dwell, and they that dwell therein. Oh, I just have to just tap one, two toes. Oh yeah, one time. If you listen to me and you keep what I'm telling you, obey what I'm telling you. You'll be my special property. We'll be the special property, not just his property, but the special property of God. Out of all the people, for all the earth is mine. He can do what he wants with his property. He can do what he wants with what he made. He can do what he wants with what he created. And he created us for his pleasure. Made us for his pleasure. I'm excited right there, and God made me because it pleased Him. Oh yeah, it, it, it just makes me want to just do a little dance, you know, a little toe tapping, just a tiny bit of rug cutting. Well, mm-hmm. His pleasure, He made us, so now we listen to His voice because He's gonna speak in our spirit. I know some people say I don't hear from the Lord. I mean, she a prophetess, she hear from the Lord. God speaks. He speaks to you, too. He speaking in your spirit. Some things have come up into you strong, and when you obeyed it, it blessed you. That was the voice of the Lord speaking to you. So now, if you truly give ear to my voice and keep it, you'll be my special property out of all the people, for all the earth is mine. Verse 6 says, and you will be a kingdom of priests to me. Not, not, not just a, a few people, but you will be a big people of preachers. All y'all will be able to explain my word to others. All of y'all will be able to do the duties of a preacher. You'll be able to carry out a funeral. You'll be able to carry out a wedding. You'll be able to, uh, 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 what they call a baptizer David. A christen a baby Give the baby unto God At an early age You'll be able to pray for the sick And they'll recover You'll be able to speak those things That are not as though they were You'll be a set of preachers And a holy nation These are the words we say to the children of Israel Moses, oh baby You're going to be alright son Verse seven says that Moses came and sent for the chiefs of the people, and put before them all these words which the Lord had given him orders to say. He didn't go saying what he wanted to say. He went saying what God told him to tell the people. He started with the elders first, the chief people, the older people, ones that was in stature. You know, they had a place. You know, some bishops are older. And when the bishop comes, oh, you you show high respect for the bishop. He's a chief elder in the church. When the apostle comes, he's a bit older, she's a bit older, and you give reverence to them as well. So he went to the head and told them first what the main head had told him. Almighty God. <laughs> Eight says, and all the people answering together said, whatever the Lord has said, we will do. I want you to remember that, too. And all the people answering together said, whatever the Lord has said, we will do. And Moses took back to the Lord the words of the people. Now, remember they said, uh, get into the wilderness. Remember what they said? We're going to obey God and his servant. We, 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 we have faith in God and his servant, Moses. Huh? Remember that? Whatever the Lord wants us to do, we're going to do it. Got out there and went to grumbling and complaining. <laughs> so here they go again in verse 8 of chapter 19. Same thing again. Whatever the Lord say, we're going to do. Verse 9 says, and the Lord said to Moses, See, I will come to you in a thick cloud, so that what I say to you may come to the ears of the people, and they may have belief in you forever. And Moses gave the Lord word of what the people had said. Listen, he came in a thick cloud. He couldn't just show up. He's so bright. He's so holy. He's so clean. He's so righteous. He couldn't just show up. He had to cover himself to show up to the people. Mm -mm. He wanted the people to hear him. God wanted the people to hear him. These are not Moses' words. These are my words. I am God that have all power. I'm Jehovah God. There's no higher power than me. And he told him, he said, so that what I say to you may come to the ears of the people, and they may have belief in you forever, Moses, in you. And Moses gave the Lord word of what the people had said. They said, whatever the Lord said, do we don't do it. Verse 10 says, and the Lord said to Moses, go to the people and make them holy today and tomorrow, and let them be washed. Don't tell me you're going to keep a the house, you filthy, house full of dirty laundry, and you you telling me you God's people. You belong to God. I, I'm serving him. I love him. Uh, he's my owl and owl. Don't tell me all of that and you're not doing right. You ain't got your business fixed. Women, we keep clean houses. God bless us and dryers, we keep our clothes washed up, linen and everything. How will we change that linen sometimes twice a week on the bed? Sometime more often you may have to change it. But you keep yourself clean. He told them, and let their clothing be washed. Y'all come to me stinking and dirty. Don't, don't come to me any kind of way. I'm not an any kind of way God. So 11 says, and by the third day, let them be ready. For on the third day, the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai before the eyes of all the people. would you like to get a glimpse at God? I'm talking about to see him right now with your natural eyes. would you like to see him today? Huh? i probably fall to pieces. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, because I know whose presence I am in. Hey, he is the Lord. Hallelujah. The God that have all power, the God that so love us, the God that made us the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, made us so no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. The God who fixes so we can look to the hills from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from him the heavens and the earth. What do you want to see him? I see him every day. I'm with him right now, but I'm talking about just to see him see him. Ooh. My goodness. He said before the eyes of all the people, they were going to get to see him. 12 says, and let limits be marked out for the people round the mountain and say to them, take care not to go up the mountain or near the sides of it. Whoever puts his foot on the mountain will certainly come to his death. Look look here. Now Moses, I need you to set boundaries. I I, I need you to section it off and, and out from the mountain so that nobody come up the mountain, nobody touches the mountain, even the sides of the mountain don't do it. And whoever put his foot on the mountain, will certainly come to death. No way we could touch him. (laughs) You can't touch him just like that. What touches him is a broken heart, contrite spirit, down and lowly. That's what touches God. I know we think the big prayers, the big words, we pray and, you know, we done spoke his word to the last letter. Now, sad and weak, and meekness touches God. we we, Ooh. 13 says, he is not to be touched by hand. You understand? I can't touch God in the natural with my hands. I have to touch him spiritually. But it's to be stoned or have an arrow put through him if you touch him. If your hand touched him, I tell him Moses this, when this began to happen when they went up to hear from god if you touched you would be stoned or have an arrow put through you man or beast let your cow run on up there because you you wanted to bear so many calves they running on up there and see what happened the cow dropped dead they put an arrow through it They said it till they kill it is to be put to death man or beast at the long suffering of a horn they may come up to the mountain don't 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 bring them all the way too close now moses when the sound comes they, they only need to come so far 14 says then moses went down from the mountain to the people and made the people holy And their clothing was washed. Yeah. 15 says, And he said to the people, Be ready by the third day. Do not come near a woman. Listen. Then don't y'all lay with your wives and things. We all got to be holy when we go up before God. When we go to the mountain, not on the mountain, up the mountain, but when we go to the mountain, then we got to be clean, clothes clean can't, can't, can't make love to the husband or wives you, you can't do it 16 says and when morning came on the third day there were thunders and flames and a big cloud on the mountain Then he tell him we would come in that cloud and a horn sounding very loud yeah All the people in the tents were shaken with fear. Ooh, you better know it. He is the Lord and he is holy. 17 says, and Moses made the people come out of their tents and take their places before God. And they came to the foot of the mountain. 18 says, and all the mountain of Sinai was smoking, for the Lord had come down on it in fire. And the smoke of it went up like the smoke of a great, and all the mountain was shaking. My goodness, I know it was. And when the sound of the horn became louder and louder, Moses' words were answered by the voice of God. You hear that? <laughs> Don't tell me God won't speak through you. Don't tell me God won't use you to get what he won't done. But are there any willing vessels that will provide themselves and concentrate on him and obey him today? Where are they who want the Lord? Where are those that are willing to go beyond the call of duty to bless the name of Jesus, to lift up the name of Jesus, to bless the God of heaven and earth? Where are they that though it costs me my life, I'm going? Hey, glory to his majesty. Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Where are those that would do things that nobody else want to do or will do for the sake of God? Where are they? Hallelujah. Well, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Because God has some people. He said in the last days he was going to raise up a people that was going to obey. It wouldn't be according to tradition. It would be according to church protocol. He was calling these people out and he was going to speak through them himself. He was going to use them in ways that the church had never saw before. Because in the last days, we need difference. We need a difference in the last days. People have become wickeder and wiser. Yet God is the same. He does not change, neither does his word. You can say amen. i you. Verse 20 says, then the Lord came down onto Mount Sinai to the top of the mountain. And the Lord sent for Moses to come up to the top of the mountain. And Moses went up. He could only do it when God permitted it. When God gave permission for Moses to come up the mountain, he could do it. But until then, don't you touch this rock. You'll never wake up again because God says what he means, what he says. He's not like us again this morning. Nothing in between, no ifs, and buts, up or down, over or under, right or wrong, yes or no, that's God. All that may be in between stuff, that's not him. Hot, cold, nothing lukewarm. 21 says, and the Lord said to Moses, go down and give the people orders to keep back. But a great number of them forcing their way through to see the Lord may come to destruction. You know how you're driving down that freeway. You're driving down the interstate. They had an accident to the right. And you're in the right-hand lane. They had it and they done pulled everything to the medium, you know, that middle part there. They separate the highway, you know, this four lane from that four lane, And they then put that, and the the right-hand lane, the outer lane drivers, they trying to see what is going on. So they slow all the traffic down so people can look over there and see what's going on. The rescue there, the the state trooper, the police, Everybody everybody there So what you need to see over there Because you can't do nothing If your believer go on and start praying for Your car on up the highway Yeah For fear that a great number of them Forcing their way through to see the Lord May come to destruction Get out of my way Let, I want to see Let me see what's going on People that was already there pushing them out the way, headed to destruction and don't even know it. When that first car out of right lane decided to start all that slowing down and looking, he could cause another. He or she could cause another big impact of accident right there. Keep moving. Mind your business. Either you hear about it on the news or read it in the paper or see it on the internet. You know where he was when it happened? You was at Mark of 558 on, on, on IT, headed to Lake City, whatever you was doing. Catch it later. But he's telling them, don't get too close to this mountain now, because if you do, you're dead. 22 says, and let the priests who come near to the Lord make themselves holy for fear that the Lord may come on them suddenly. Look at here, preachers. Get yourself clean, holy, and in that place with God. Because you come in before him and you say you're a priest. He made you a priest. He made you the preacher. you still fornicating, smoking weed, doing adultery you see still clubbing on the creek. you see still watching porn. you still going to the gambling joint. you still betting. Get rid of all of that. Clean yourself up. Go to God in prayer. Ask him to forgive you. Repent from a sincere heart and make a conscious decision to turn away and never turn back. Now come before the Lord. Some things he allows us to do. But it all starts in our mind. It takes a well mind to stay with God because if not, when things are not comfortable, when things are not going your way, you're going to grumble and complain. You're going to murmur. I'm raising my right hand because I'm guilty. I've done it before. Asking God to help me. Lord, don't let me grumble. Don't let me complain. Don't let me mama. Don't let me be out of place with you. But stay in my place with you and grow me in you. Not in what I say, but in what I'm doing. Because what I'm saying and what I'm doing could be two different things. He only respect that. Heart that lines up with the lips And the lips lined up with the heart Because what you speak from your heart Is what God is considering All that other stuff is lies And Moses said to the Lord in verse 20 The people will not be able to come up the mountain For you gave us orders to put limits around the mountain Marking it out and marking it holy 24, 24 And the Lord said to him, go down and you and Aaron may come up. But let not the priests and the people make their way through the Lord, through to the Lord. Or he will come on them suddenly. They're going to die. Don't let them come up here, even the preachers. Because they're not ready. They still lying from the pulpit to get the people to put money. They, they still doing building funding and all of that. And the money never goes to the building. But all of a sudden the pastor got a new Cadillac. He got a new beans. They're not ready. Don't let them come up here. 25 says, so Moses went down to the people and said to them, let's look at 20. I got to get there real quick, y'all. Okay. All right, got my parallel view up, got my basic English Bible going. All right, yeah, we ready to go. So, and God said all these words. Now, this is what he said. This is what he told Moses to speak to the people. I am the Lord your God who took you out of the land of Egypt, out of the prison house. God had to remind them. Barbara, I am the same God that brought you out of the project, government apartment, into a home. Barbara, I'm the God that from your childhood protected you. I'm the God that when you was yet a sinner, Barbara, I sent my son to die for you. What right? I still stood by your side. I still bless you. Even when you went to prison, I was, I, I made sure you, you were safe in there and come out safe. The things you said you didn't do once you went to prison, I made sure there was no occasion for you to do it. When you saw that the husband, you chose. I didn't choose this man for you. You chose him, and he chose you. When you saw that it was going to get worse before it got better, you cried out to me, and I delivered you. Yes, he did. But, glory. So, I am the Lord your God who took you out of the land of Egypt, out of the prison house. Pharaoh was over there dogging you out, and the Egyptians. They was making you go go and find your own straw so you could make the mortar to make the bricks. And he said the same amount he was making when he was supplying you with the mortar with the straw and the hay. He still wanted the same amount of work out of you. Three says you you are to have no gods but me. I want you to hear this part, verse three of chapter twenty of Exodus. Don't forget this. You are to have no other gods but me. And right there, we should look back and see where God brought us from. And we have the answer to why he said, you are to have no other gods before. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. You'll understand this then. Because look where he brought you from. Look what he did for your children. Look what he did for your parents. Even no good parents. You still love them, and he knew if you lost them, you'd have a heart attack. He blessed you to get out from under them, but he left them living. You ought to have no other gods before me. He said what he meant right here, it meant what he said. Again, Exodus chapter 20, verse 3. Go back there with 9D so you can let that car go. Let that car come second class. Let the house become second class. Because you love the house more than you love God. You love the car more than you love God. Calm down on the job. It's, it, it's not all that. Because of him, you have a job. Let the man become second place, third place. Let, let the man come on down and stop putting him on the pedestal and he become your God. No matter what, you gonna get done what he won't done. What God says to do your life first before you get it done. Let the woman come on down the, the, the come on down the ladder. Stop making her your God. Show me this. Be careful who you're calling queen around here. Everybody's not a queen. You're around here calling whores queens, prostitutes, queens, crazy women. Queens, king. Oh, sorry, no good. Home playing games, no working. Crazy men, you calling that a king? That's not what a king do. Uh, does a king? He does stay home and his wife go to work, and he home playing video games. Are you? Matter of fact, the king don't play no games at all. He got business to do. He got business to take care of. Be careful. Verse 4 says, you are not to make an image or picture of anything in heaven or on the earth or in the waters under the earth. He said, don't make no images. Now, I didn't say this, just what the word said. We read it. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath, nor that is under, that is water under the earth. So I don't know if we should be taking pictures of fish and birds and all this stuff. Pray about it. Ask God for understanding. In verse 5, you, you may not go down on your faces before them or give them worship. Listen, you're you not to worship a bird. Let's not worship a cow, a chicken, a pig, a fish, a whale, a horse, nor man, nor woman, nor children, boy or girl. You're not to worship them. God knows we'll love our relatives. We'll love our children. But if you love anything more than you love him, if you worship anything more than you worship him, you're not worthy of him this morning. Verse 5 says, You may not go down on your face before them or give them worship, but I, the Lord your God, am a God who will not give us his honor to another, will not give his honor to another. And I will send punishment on the children for the wrongdoing of their fathers to the third and fourth generation of my haters. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them, for I, the Lord, thy God am a jealous God visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. I want to do it from both sides so you get to see, so you will get to understand. Now, we, we can't do that. Thou shalt have no other God before me. I'm the first and the last. I'm the beginning and the end. I'm the author and finisher of your faith. Don't do it. If that man going to be all of that to you, let him go. Just go ahead and let him go. I, I I love you so much I'm worshiping you, but you're not loving him if you worship him. I'm thirsty, a little water help me. Got to let go of things that you're putting before God. You're putting a job before God. And sometimes we're so concerned about what they say on the job and we dead set on what they say we forget who god is we forget that he's got all power we look into them we look into the supervisor the big boss what they say oh they the big what i had a boss named Larry p he was my best friend he was a good friend Bought me lunch every day, not no bag sack lunch, or just some anywhere. Took me to a very special restaurants. Christmas bonus, oh he just children Chris, oh he just did. every Valentine's Day, this man would take me and make sure I got a got chocolate truffles and a and chocolate covered strawberries every year. And if I thought somebody was fooling with him. I probably would have went to prison, but God stepped in and showed me He can not be before me. I don't care what, how many troubles He, how many troubles He give me. I, don't, I can't, I don't, uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh, I'm back, back up. You, you, you're going too far. Yeah, so I backed up. Separation came, and it wasn't me that separated me. God separated. I had a work to do. And I couldn't do it under the boundaries of man, the bonds of man, I should say. Six says, and I will have mercy through a thousand generations on those who have loved me and keep my law. A thousand generations on those who have loved for me and keep my law. Can you say today that you love God truly? Come on now, be honest with yourself, because he knows the very intent of our heart. Do we really love him Or is it that we love What he can do for us When we started The book of Exodus I said this There was who wrote this And said ask not what your country Can do for you But what can you do for your country Ask yourself What can you do Or what have you been doing For God and do you really love him Keeping his word are you obeying his word to the very best of your ability? Are you keeping flesh and spirit separated? Are you want to walk more in the spirit than in the natural? Talk to yourself this morning. It's all right. God hears. And believe it or not, he understands. And that's the problem. God knows the very intent of our heart. I've heard people say, don't judge me. God know my heart. And I'd be like, oh, wait a minute. You don't understand what you're saying, son. Uh, lady, you don't understand what you're saying. You know the very intent. He you knows everything, every little thing that you have in your heart. And is it love for him? Is it keeping his commandments? Is it obeying him? Is it loving his people? Are you quick to forgive others? What is it that you got going on? And I will have mercy through a thousand generations on those who have love for me and keep my laws. Seven says you can make use of the name of the Lord your God for an evil purpose. Whosoever takes the Lord's name on his lips for an evil purpose will be judged a sinner by the Lord. King James said in seven, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless, that take his name in vain. Verse 8 said, Remember the Sabbath day holy. 9 says, On the six days do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On that day, you are to do no work. You are your son, are your daughter, your man servant, are your woman servant, your cattle, are your man from a strange country who is living among you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got to go to one quick request, and when we come back, we're going a little bit further. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, wait a minute.
0: How
5: to find it Nehemiah 8 and 6 and Ezra Blessed the Lord The great God And all the people answered Amen Amen Lifting up their hands They bowed their heads And worshipped the Lord With their faces To the ground When we receive a word from the Lord, our answer should be Amen.
0: Let the church say
5: Amen. Let the church say Amen. Let the church say Amen. God has spoken. So let the church. Say amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Let the church let them say amen. If you believe the word let the whole church say amen. God has spoken so let the church say amen your hands, lift your hands, God has spoken, so let the church say amen, oh, thank you Lord, God has spoken, so let the church say amen.
4: everybody man. That means you agree. I agree. Father, I agree with you. I agree with your word. I agree with what you said. When you spoke in the spirit, I agree. I'm saying amen unto you. This is what we must do. Yeah. Because God want to know that you understand. He have all power. He's got all the power. There's no higher power. And he said this to you today. Cast your cares upon me for I care is for you. Yeah. I know my thoughts towards you. Nothing evil. I bring you to an expected end. Yeah. But we must agree with him. Go ahead and say amen to him. They say hallelujah is the highest praise. Give him high praise as often as possible. He's worthy this morning. Looking back at what he did for Israel, look back and see what he did for you. What has he done for you? Done things for me lately. He did something for me this morning. He's doing something for me right now. And even after now, he's yet going to do something for me. He's keeping me alive. Because of him, I have my being, the use and activity of limbs. I may not walk the most gracious, but I can walk. I may not walk the fastest, but I can get there. I may not can see as good as the next person, and I wear glasses. That's what I'm yet seeing. I may not speak as eloquent. As Moses explained to God, but nonetheless, I can speak. I may not I can hear every word being said about me, but guess what? I can hear this morning all compliments of Almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power. See, we forget too much, too quick, too short, too little. Got to remember every little thing, every little thing. Me coming to Exodus and going through Exodus reminded Barbara, go back to the old path and take a look around. Hey, I shot.
5: Glory, glory.
4: Go back and even take self-inventory, Barbara. When we take self-inventory, things come up. Sometimes things we knew about we didn't, things we done forgot, things we don't want to remember, but when you bring that inventory out and you check it and you see God is not in this, God is not, then you go to him about each one of them things that he has not been in in your life. I'm telling you, we have not because we ask not. We don't ask God to take us higher in him. We don't ask God to make us over. We don't ask God to make me holy because you're holy. You can't make yourself holy. You can make a conscious decision to stop doing some things, but you got to go to God and ask God to cut all of this out from the root that it have nothing to connect back to the grow again in me. Anything that's in me that shouldn't be, Lord, take it out of me. If I've forgotten where you brought me from, remind me. If I forgot you paid the last car off, God help me to remember you'll pay this one off. If I forgot that I don't have a house, but I want one, help me to remember that you're a supplier, you're able to supply me with a house. No payments on it. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and day they dwell therein. He'll open a door, he'll make a way. It'll start off like you're going to have payments. When it ends up, you have nothing. You don't pay for nothing. He fixed it all. Go and tell him, amen this morning. I agree with you 100%. Whatever your words that you say, I agree with your Father. Oh, yeah, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Well, so we're down now to verse 11 of Exodus 20, chapter 20, verse 11. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth and the sea and everything in them. And he took his rest on the seventh day. For this reason the Lord has given his blessing to the seventh day, and made it holy. And so we forgot this on Sunday. On Sunday, we do what we want to do. I, I go to spread the good news of Jesus. I go to the prisons. So I've been in church all my life. Now I didn't fully come to God till I was in my early 30s. But I don't get enough church business. It's time for me to go and do God's business. So I'm going either to the hospital, to the prison, or somewhere that God is really needed. Because if you're in his house and it's the house, you've got God right there for you. Reach out and touch him. Tell God what you need. So look, now he's been laid the law down. He done begin to give instructions. And with God, instructions are very important. We want to do a portion of it, but no, 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 you got to do the whole thing. If he said keep, keeping your mind on him will keep you in perfect peace, you can't get the perfect peace without keeping your mind on him. If he said he wouldn't withhold no good thing from you, if you're loving and called according to his purpose, you, you just can't get the, the, the working for your good. You must be called according to his purpose and you must be obeying him. Verse 12 says, now look at here, here we go. Give honor to your father and to your mother, so that your life may be long in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Now, right in that, in verse 12, it didn't say nothing about if he's a good father, no good father. If he was in your life or not in your life, if he did your wrong, it don't say nothing about that. It says give honor to your father and to your mother. And no matter what kind of mama she was, crack smoker, uh, 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 alcohol addict, whatever she was, prostitute, it says give honor. So that your life will be long in the land which the Lord give you. This morning, that's for the believer. The world wouldn't understand that. What well, my daddy was never there. Why am I be there for him? He old and sick now. Because you're glad you got Jesus down in your heart. That's why. You got the love of God. God loved the good, the bad, and the ugly. And he forgave you. So you can't forgive your old no good, dad? Now that he in his 70s and can't get around sick around like he used to? Huh? What you going to do? He said to love. And mistreating them, you don't love them. mistreating your mama if you don't love her. He didn't say you had to be bothered with them, but he said to love them, give give respect. Honor them. Mother's Day comes on, give a dollar tree card. Because you don't want to give a nothing more than that. Give a dollar tree card and be through with it. Tell God still or he's still living. Father's Day. Christmas, birthday, whenever. They left you, okay. But now you got Jesus. He'll be a mother and a father, sister, brother, aunt, cousin, whatever you need him to be. Boss man, boss lady, whatever you need him to be, he'll be there for you. 13 says, do not put anyone to death without cause. Well, let's go around here shooting up folks. Drive-bys and you're shooting innocent people in that. Some people like killing, believe it or not. Started off as childhood, they told me. Killing ants and roaches and frogs and cats and dogs. They stopped because they enjoyed that. Now they're adults. They still enjoy killing. But when you come to Jesus, do not put anyone to death without cause. That's what the Lord said. Now they done broke in your house. You don't know what they're going to do. You got that, you hit them with it. Okay. Do that cause. They robbing you, you get the drops on them, you got that 38, you huh? You, you put it to them, you got calls. You didn't know what they were going to do after they robbed you, could have killed you. But if, if you'd rather them than you. But don't do it without cause. 14 says, do not be false to the married relations. Thou shall not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Don't do that. Don't lie on nobody and don't be fake with nobody. If you don't like them, get away from them. Don't play no games. Don't laugh in their face and you know you hate them. Don't laugh in your face and you don't like their ways. Go on about your business, let them go on about yours. Yeah. I'm sorry, thou should not commit adultery. I'm sorry, that's 14. Do not be false to the to the married relations. Don't don't go with another man or another woman and you already married to somebody. If you don't like what you're in, get out of it. There's a thing called divorce. Whether you're right or wrong in divorcing, you're getting out of there so that you won't be with somebody else while you're with it. Don't do that. Because you're not supposed to cheat. If you cheat at your marriage, there's no telling what else you can cheat at. No telling what you can cheat at. 15 says, thou shalt not steal. Do not take the property of another. Don't take what don't belong to you. Stealing is wrong. They taught me coming up, if you steal, you'll kill. If you kill, you'll lie. If you, you if, if you steal, you lie, you'll kill. That's the devil territory, isn't it? That's what he does. That's what his followers do. So we can't do all of that. Like to do not give false against your neighbor. Don't tell lies on nobody. Who is my neighbor? Whoever I run in contact with. On the job, wherever I am, I got neighbor. And don't lie on them. A liar won't tear in his sight. That's what he said, not what Barbara said. 17 says, let not your desire to be turned to your neighbor's house. Or his wife, or his manservant, or his woman servant, or his, or his ass, or anything which is his. Don't do it. Don't be jealous of what somebody else got. What God has for you is for you. If you don't have nothing right now, are you a giver? Are you planting seeds? Because the more seeds you plant, the more harvest you're gonna have. Are you working unto the Lord so he can see your work? That you in the vineyard wishing that none should perish, what you doing? If you want more, God will give you more. But well, give him something and a reason to give. We just think God is just, you know, he he just weak and we can use it. No, 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 no. He loves a cheerful giver. I'm happy to give. Yeah, I give a box of clothes away. I be wanting to shout, right? And especially, if they go, we going through the box together, and it's, oh, I love that. Oh, I can't wait to wear that. They make me want to shout, because I've given them something that they like. I've given them something they can use, that they love, that they love the style. Not because it was my style, because whoever made it, it was their style. I can't take credit. 18 says, and all the people were watching the thunderings and the flames. The sound of the horn and the mountain smoking, and when they saw it, they kept far off, shaking with fear. I know that's right, cause they weren't right. And God told them, "Hey, don't don't come up here too close to this mountain. You you drop dead right here." Saw the thunderings and the flames and the sound of the horn and and the mountain smoking. Well, God. Shaken with fear. That's wisdom right there. The, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. 19 says, and they said to Moses, to your words we will give ear, But let not the voice of God come to our ears. For fear of death may come on us. Now Moses untold you what he said, and this is what you got. You see how we are? Just as backwards as we can be. Just as messed up as we can be. And Moses said unto the people, fear not, for God has come to prove you, and that his fear may be before your faces, that ye sin not. Now that's what he answered them with verse 20. the 19, and they said to Moses, to your words we will give ear, but let not the voice of God come to our ears, for we fear death come upon us. He didn't say when he spoke to you, you were going to die. He said if you came to that mountain and touched it or come up in any kind of way, you were going to die. You see how we get things twisted? And we let the natural affections take over. We let our natural mind start thinking. Now, I got to have this mind in me that was also in Christ Jesus. I got to have the mind of Christ so I can think spiritually. Pray to walk in the spirit that I don't fulfill the lust of the flesh because my my, my natural mind going to cause me to sin. It's going to cause me to want what I shouldn't have. Somebody else' husband. Somebody else' wife. Oh, they got children. I don't have no children. I want children. These, these people children. If God didn't give you none, tell thank you. For the day you go to jail for children, the day you can children. Today, children killing the parents. Yeah, let's get our mind right. Let's pray. It's praying time. Let's not be confused, because that's of the enemy. God didn't give us a spirit of confusion. Yeah, if you confused, that's the devil working with your flesh. So 20 says, as Moses said to the people, have no fear, for God has come to put you to the test that fearing him you may be kept from sin. 21 says, and the people kept their places far off, but Moses went near to the dark cloud where God was. You go, Moses. Because God had told him to come. He didn't do it until God told him to come. Some of us, we just going to do what we want to do. And and if you don't watch us, we have that because it's all about me and my and what I want. Now, all that ain't what God talking about. You're finna die. That's what you're finna end up doing. Because you're messing with the wrong thing. You think you can treat everybody the same and do everybody the same. No, ma'am and no sir, it's some praying folks out here and be careful. 22 says, and the Lord said to Moses, say to the children of Israel, you yourself have seen that my voice has come to you from heaven. This is God, the one that love us. He, he, he didn't come to harm us. He didn't come to hurt us. He come to give us instructions that we'll live a better life. He come that we can go back with him when he comes, if we follow his instructions. 23 says, God of silver and God of gold, you are not to make for yourself. Now, that's what he told them. Y'all heard that, right? God of silver and gods of gold, you are not to make for yourself. But well, one thing, God have gold in the earth. Silver, diamonds, pearls. They tell me you open up the right clam, there's a pearl in there, and it's very valuable. You dig in the right spots, you get gold. When you clean all the gunk and junk off it, it's very valuable. Diamonds. Certain places they have diamonds in the earth. You get the junk and the gunk off of it, you got beautiful diamonds that's valuable. But he told you don't make nothing for yourself now. Don't melt down nothing. That's what he told them in the wilderness. He was leading them somewhere. He was teaching them some things. They were going through great trials, but they didn't understand. Like us today, many of us don't understand. Oh, Lord, he just left I love him so. Why he leave the God, send him back. The Lord sent him away from you before he killed you. <laughs> Excuse the laughter. God sent him on down the road before you fell dead in there at his hands. Lord, that woman done left me. She know how much I love her. God done sent her on before she put a knife in your chest. God sent him on before you found out he was cheating because you was going to be the one to do him. See, God do some things for us, but we don't understand because we want what we want. Lord, you done sent these people, these people crazy. They just do any and every old thing. Look here, put them out of there. Or if not, then pray that I put them out and let it go. Now you're learning there are different types of people in the world. 24 says, make for me an altar of earth, offering on it your burnt offerings and your peace offerings, your sheep and your oxen in every place where I have put the memory of my name. I will come to you and give you my blessings. Go on and pay your tithes and offerings. Go on and plant seeds. Go on and go over there and help Miss Jones. Go over there and help Mr. Brown. Go on and buy them children you see need these shoes, a pair of shoes. Go on to the school and give 30 or 40 boxes of Crayola color crayons. Go on and do that. Go on and give some money to a ministry that's spreading the good news of Jesus all over the world. Go in places where you can't. You're still spreading the gospel. These are offerings unto the Lord. And he'll come to you and give you his blessings. Yes, you will. I'm a living witness. I give the inspiration of ministries. I love it. I love it. They go where I can. Sometimes I give the other ministries. He set the standard. He gave the list. There are ministries I believe one day he's going to give me 20, uh, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000. give this to this ministry at one time. Not a dime of it belonged to me because these people are spreading the good news of Jesus. Hallelujah, so that none should perish that come their way. 25 says, and if you make me an altar of stone, do not make it a cut stone, for the touch of an instrument will make it unclean. And do not, 26, do not go up by steps to my altar, for fear that your bodies may be seen uncovered. Neither shall thou go up by steps unto my altar, that by nakedness be not discovered thereon. So nobody can see under your clothes. Don't go up no steps. And you know, people got sick minds. And that's why church women would all be bust out, you know, they breast out and the clothes so tight. Be careful. God is a holy God. You, you can't tempt him like you do man. Find yourself on the floor. Well, i standing up just a statue dead as a donut. Be careful. Hallelujah. So we thank God this morning for his word. Exodus. We in that chapter, that book of Exodus. And when I tell you it is blessing me, I hope it's blessing you. Because it reminds me of things. It takes me back. Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. It takes me back to Paul. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Paul, talk now. I'ma show you a mystery, Barbara. That we all will be changed in the twinkling of an eye. Yeah. Paul, talk. Get your own husband. What you looking at, her? Is what? A woman just like she is. And if you want a husband, get you one. Pray and ask God. Go out where men are you know they in the grocery store they in clothing stores because men go to the beauty shop and they, and they get their nails done now, i don't mind him getting his feet done but if he start getting them nails done i got to watch this brother because i need the hands to be rough rugged and real yeah if you're soft as mine i got to watch you bro because you're supposed to be changing oil and coffee. it's a lot of stuff you you still have to do you may have a business well, all you have to do is type on the computer. But there's some things you still required as a man to learn and do. And one of them is not to be as soft as me. Uh-uh. I'm not going to be able to do it. Yeah, it's already all right. And Now, if these are older gentlemen, we understand. But Some older men still uh, get around in the yard. Some of them still changing the oil in the car, tuning it up, changing tires. Yeah, so they got a little roughness. Yeah, but all that softness, I got to pray for you, brother, that you come out being a man. Yeah, and not like me. Hallelujah, Jesus. So listen, we're going to the next request of the morning. When we come back, the studio is open. I hope somebody has something to say today about it And it may be some of your experiences of what you went through. You know, you was in the wilderness. Hallelujah. And God is bringing you out or brought you out. Are we thanking this morning? Let's go to this. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Wait, let me get this request. I got a new request.
1: So we're going to sing one more song, a love song to you from the Lord. It's a promise he's made. I will never, never, never leave you or forsake you. Nothing no one can ever take you out of the Father's hand. Amen. I know what you've been hearing I've seen you hide your fear Embarrassed by your weaknesses Afraid to let me near I wish you knew how much I long To understand No matter What may happen Child I'll never let go Of your hand
4: Hallelujah. I thought it was a beautiful song, and uh, but of course, you know, I, I just love the guitar, so I thought it was a beautiful song. I thought she backed him up. Uh, the guy, uh-huh, <clears throat> that is Brother Louis Don Francisco. Yeah, Louis knows some stuff. Y'all know how he is. <laughs> so yeah, that's who that was, Don Frisco, and the name of it is I Never Let Go of Your Hand. Hallelujah. Beautiful, beautiful. And so we thank God this morning for good gospel music. Thank him for his move today. I'm telling you, I was blessed. And when y'all hear me praise, y'all better know God got a blessing right there with my name on it. I'll just wait to see what it is today. Yeah. He's in the blessing business because you can't praise him and that his blessings don't come down upon you. Yeah. And he give what you need. Many times I get what I want. Yeah, I'm you with that clothes right broke. I look at so many clothes. I said, boy, look at that. Look at that. Blessings of the Lord. That wasn't the blessings of Barbara. God gave that to me. And so I'm so thankful. A new rack supposed to be here today and I'm going to buy one more rack. And one rack is for the clothes that people can have and the other rack is for me. And uh, I'm sure I'm going to have plenty on that giveaway rack, right? Yeah. Because what happened is I had told the Lord at one time, I said, Lord, I gain weight. And until I lose weight, don't let me buy no clothes. The Lord knew that was crazy. What, you going out of here naked or something, Barbara? So he opened the door and he blessed me. And I wanted dresses. Yeah, I got a few pair of jeans here lately and, you know, a few cargo pants. And, but mainly dresses. I love a dress. And a long maxi dress, oh, you can't tell me nothing. (laughs) I love those. Yeah. And God is good to his people. And if you're a cheerful giver, you will continue to have stuff. I was talking to my niece yesterday, telling her, and she said, yeah, Aunt Bar, I got to clean my house out too. I got too much stuff in here. So I'm cleaning mine out. Little bit by little bit, because I can't stand clutter, and I don't want to be a hoarder. And as you get older sometimes, you become a hoarder, because you'll put stuff here and say, no, I don't want to throw that away. Just let it sit right there. No, get rid of it. If you're not going to use it, throw it out. Give it to somebody if it's usable. And I don't give people what I don't want no more. I give people what I still want. Many times, tag, brand new tags, still on the stuff. Yeah, I try to hold some shoes for Shantae, hold some outfits for her when she come home. Yeah. Mama, don't ship it. Don't ship it. I'm coming. Well, get on over here, then. Get this, these gifts I got, girl. <laughs> God is faithful. God is faithful. And uh, I truly thank him this morning for every caller and every listener, those that are coming through the podcast and the archives. God bless you. I thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning to you, Sister Dorothy Goodman. And I can't thank you enough, Sister Dot, for what you do. Yeah, it's truly a blessing on Facebook. The prayer club, the prayer request club, uh, empowerment, engagement, uh, uh, engagement, all kind of places that I have her and Sister Irene go and they post. And they do different stuff for me. And I, I, I can get to everything. So I'm grateful just to have those two to help me. Thank you, Jesus, for Irene and Dorothy. Good morning to you, Brother D. I see you down there this morning. I truly thank God to see that number. Hallelujah. Hope the family doing good. Yeah, and tell my baby girl I said hello. She was doing things over there. She was running things over there. Oh, it tickled me so good. Good morning to you, Sister Irene. Good morning to you, Minister Shonda. God bless you. Look, look, minister Shonda now. Yesterday, that was a God connection 100%. Do you hear me? That was a God connection 100%. Nobody else said nothing to me about nothing. And when you stepped up and say right now, no, no, no I, I'm not going to let her. And the Lord say, tell her. Tell her. That was a God convention. I like the way he did it. Woo! Oh, you just don't know like I don't. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning to you, Area Code 907. God bless you for being in the house this morning. Uh 2 blessing. True live blessing to see that area. Good morning to you, Pastor David. God bless you this morning. And a good morning to my God, baby Lawrence. to Simon, this morning. I say it together because they numbers sometimes look alike to me. Yeah. That's that, Uh, I think that's that Philadelphia number, though. And they both in Philadelphia. <laughs> good morning to you. Sion, you're you going to help me preach this, won't you? Huh? You're going to help me <laughs> preach it? Good morning to you. God bless you. God, you... All right. All right. <laughs> I like that right there. And we have different names we say to each other, y'all. I might say, good morning, Sugarfoot, or good morning, honey, buddy. <laughs> and then she will say, good morning, Jesus lady. I know where she got that from, Pastor David. That day tickled me. Then she'd come with ham hock. Oh, I told her, I said, look here, you know, ham hock will season some, some vegetables and things up. It bring some season to stuff. Yeah. Good morning to you, Sister Jerry. God bless you this morning, and I thank God for you. Hallelujah. Yeah, we had to hang out a little bit yesterday. I was going to hang out longer, but I, I I had to go. And I'm glad because it was going to rain, and I didn't want to get caught in the thunder and in the lightning. But uh, we, we, we'll do that again real soon, real soon. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning to you, Sister Mary. God bless you over there. pray all is well with you. And uh, y'all know I called Mary Ann my uh, $50 go-to. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know the Lord gives me some funny things. I said, Sister Mary Ann, uh, can I get $50? I said, yeah. Uh, she, sometimes she, it'd be a few days. She said, Sister Barbara, I didn't see your message. You still need that? I said, oh, I sure do. Send it right on, y'all. Bro, Anthony, I hear him right now. Anthony, can can you send the physiology? I can do that. Mm -hmm. But God don't have me to ask unless they have it. Because he told me who to go to, who got it, and who's willing to give it, and it won't add no sorrow. They won't come back talking crazy. Hallelujah. God is safe. Listen, the studio is open. We still have a few minutes. If there's anyone have something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one. Our next dedication uh, request, brother, to this one when we come back if no one have anything they would like to say I will pray us out today but someone should have something to say about the book of Exodus or maybe you want to give a testimony maybe you just want to say good morning Hallelujah maybe you want to ask a question I don't know but let's go to this one request it
1: goes there where they at. Being in the yeah. streets in the and watching young people with their swag and different things. You begin to learn how you got to adapt
6: in order to win them. You gotta learn how you gotta go where they at in order to be able to reach
1: them. So we're gonna give you this one. This one is called I put God on.
0: Amen. Okay. Anything
1: that you may be going through, any situation that you may be facing, anything that you may be struggling with. Outside of yourself.
4: Come on now. And put God
6: on. You, on. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Look at Ricky. Look at Ricky. Jack. Huh? I like
1: w dot Jesus in the radio dot com hallelujah
4: hallelujah i put god on it yeah that's all right right there hallelujah all right brother brother louis i got this one for tomorrow i, I will make sure i put it in there because i like it like right there i like that right there all right brother anthony i'm coming at you right now good morning god bless you sir how are you
2: Bless, have favor. Good morning to you, Mr. Barber. Good morning to everybody. First of all, I want to give God Thanks for waking me up, allowing me to see another day never seen before. I thank him for the activity of my limbs. I thank him for who he is to me, what he's doing to me, where he brought me from, where he's taking me at. And I just thank him for his love and him continue to do surgery on my heart. And I just thank God for just him drawing me closer to him daily. And thank God for this ministry and you, for your obedience and for what you do through ministry. And uh, thank God for fellowship with one another, to be able to come here in the morning and fellowship and get a word and get some food and wisdom, not and understanding of God's word. And our uh, walk with God in our life. So it's just a blessing. And uh, I heard a little bit what y'all was, you were speaking on uh I uh, picking up this load this morning, so I was kind of in and out, and I had issues with uh, uh, the load, getting the load and everything, but nevertheless, I, I tried to tune in a little bit, but I just wanted to say good morning, and God bless everybody this morning, and y'all, just keep me in y'all prayers, and I keep y'all in mind, and good morning to you, Miss Barbara, and uh, Sister Jay and Brother Louis, and uh, Sister Rita, and uh Sister Shante and Sister Fionn and uh, Ms. Miss, Miss Dot, uh, Mother Brown, good morning to y'all, and uh, Brother Cal, Brother Calvin, good morning, New Brother D, good morning, uh, uh, Sister Samoa, can't forget her, good morning, her, uh, um, uh, boat right. And um uh, uh sister m uh, uh fluka and sister Irene, good morning to you. Uh sister Jerry, I know I said Sister Jerry, good morning <inaudible> to you and uh she's welcome to I seventy eight. Oh, uh, Mother Anna Lee and uh Mother Anna Leefoot. Oh I kinda messed up on that one, but good morning to y'all, good morning to everybody, uh Mike Hawk, Hawk, good morning to y'all, God bless y'all this morning. And uh so I got on my on my, they come to my mind right now at the moment, but God bless y'all. and I'm just heading on up this road trying to drop this load.
0: <laughs>
2: so I just ask y'all just to cover me in prayer or travel mercy as I go and as I yeah. travel this highway this morning. Yeah. And I pray travel mercy for y'all as well as y'all go and commute through y'all day. Amen. Amen. I had to laugh, brother,
4: after that. I had to laugh. <laughs> you, you 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 was in there this morning, brother. I went with the reader and what I need her. You was in there this morning. Calling some names now. You 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 went too far off the beaten path. And uh, yeah, I, just... I thank God for it. I was laughing. Too. I said, "Look at, He's gonna call them names. He's gonna get them this morning." <laughs> you was you was needed to do it. uh uh-huh. so the Angela put, so the Foote. Oh,
2: that's
4: Mama Brown, okay. he forgot Rose Brown. He said Mama Brown. He was getting them names good there today, y'all. And uh, that's a beautiful thing. But after that, I'm gonna go back to doing my roll call, and I need to call Kim and Mike, and uh, Mike and Kim, and see what's going on over their way in Alabama. Cause I should want to meet okay. them too one day. I really do. I love oh, close. I'm close, huh? close to them there in Alabama. I ain't too.
2: Where you at? Look. Well uh, probably about twenty minutes, twenty thirty minutes across the line. Faith line in Alabama. it just depends on what the part of Alabama Are you coming out of Aiken, Water.
4: South Carolina, up in that way? Oh no, no that's down by Maker. Oh, okay. yeah. I'll, I'll.
2: <laughs> what what you say the name of was again, Miss Barber?
4: I forgot the name of the Alabama. I have to go look for Anthony.
2: Oh, you said it's coming out of is right it's close to uh, what part of South Carolina?
4: I, I I was thinking about Aiken, but that's that's Georgia. That's right there by Aiken.
2: Oh, I got you. Got you.
4: Yeah. Now yeah, this, this uh,
2: Chattanooga, way I'm at. Go ahead.
4: Oh yeah, you you're not too far. Chattanooga, it's not too far from Alabama. Yeah. But see, I think yeah, they're I, on that I, other I, end. They're on that other okay. end, closer to Florida. Okay, that's that's close to Florida. Well, well, when you take vacation one of these times, uh, and you can get, we might get together with a few more of the brothers and sisters and we can take some of these trips and go some of these places, yeah, and see what it's like. Now, that would bless me real good. And I know you're a good driver, you drive a little fast because you're from up north. I do understand <laughs> that, but. <laughs> He driving on the freeway, I be getting it for all I thought, Oh, wait a minute. He getting it a bit big. <laughs> he getting it a bit big I'm not used to the big driving. Yeah, boy. But look, uh, yeah, we'll get something uh that, you know, we all maybe can chip in on and rent for a week or uh, a few days or whatever and we go ride around But well, we need it for a week because we go Stopping when we have to sleep. And if we sleep sleeping, somebody else, take the wheel, and then we keep going to get to the next destination. So by that Friday, we can turn around and come straight back to wherever we got to come and try to be back by that Sunday. Yeah. Lewis said, put the hammer down, good buddy.
2: <laughs> oh God. Good
4: morning, brother Lewis. Yes, there, Lewis talking to CB talk this morning. Oh, <laughs>
2: I have two ways I can't go, here. But go with this back. truck right here. I can't go no I, with this truck. I can't go no faster than the this though. I got it. I got it, my foot to the middle with it, but it ain't gonna it ain't gonna go no faster than the 70s. So I'm going down the hill <laughs> But look he doing good, but Louis, because most of them don't go but 65
4: Louis say break a breaker, breaker. <laughs> good. Oh, yes, sir. All that is Oh, good morning, Apostle right? God bless you this morning. God bless you, Apostle. Yes, Lord. Well look, is there anyone else after that I made my day, Him and with that laughter. Y'all know I love it. I love that laughter. Yes, yes, I do. So look, um, again, if there's no one have anything they would like to say, I will pray us out and we'll go to our last song of the morning. But we still have time now. You have something you want to say. Yeah. Oh, Louis, talk that CDs. Put the hammer down, buddy. <laughs> Good, buddy. And break a breaker. Okay. That's all ten right. Four,
2: said that. ten four. Oh, he said 10 four, brother Louis. He heard it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, miss, I miss Brother Frank. Brother Frank, how about I say 10-4? He'd be like, copy that.
4: Oh, <laughs> <shut> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, like he driving a truck Go ahead yeah, Yes, yeah. Sir. I do miss Frank I do miss him y'all And I keep his family lifted in prayer Keep his family lifted And I met one of his good good friends Out of uh, I think it was Alabama I think she was in Alabama And I got to talk to her Sister Linda from California She put me in touch with all these people But she knew Frank Longer than I did over 25 years, so she put me in touch, and I was able to meet some people. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for this episode of Jesus in the morning. God, I thank you for my brothers and sisters in Christ here, and Lord, overseas and everywhere. Keep them safe, Father, from all hurt, harm, or danger. As we depart this morning, Father, bless our going out. Bless our coming in and meet the need in our lives today according to your riches and glory. Son, Christ Jesus, Lord, you know what we stand in the need of, each of us. Fix our hearts, regulate our minds. But well, we need you today, and without you we can do nothing. Touch and heal those that are sick here today, Father. But well, we know that you heal all manner of sickness and disease. Lift your people up today. Father, you encourage and inspire them today in the name of Jesus. I love them and I thank you for putting them in life. I give you glory, honor, and praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so, Father, as we depart again, bless our going out and our coming in. Again, meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your Son, Christ Jesus. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Today, in love and peace, share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves to cheer giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, May the 24th, 2023, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. We're going to our last song of the morning. At eight. And Brother Lou say, how's it looking over your donkey? I'll mean I don't know about the breaking the hammer down, good buddy, and all of that, but I don't know about that one. But, yeah. And over here, Brother Lou, it rained a few minutes ago, and we're probably going to get a little more this afternoon, probably 50% chance or more. And uh, it's been raining all week. I don't mind the rain. I just don't like the thunder and, and that lightning. Ooh, I don't like it. Yeah, and I go to praying, and the Lord eaves it right up every time. Yes, he does. We get that good rain, right and uh, I love it. All right, so at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye again, and uh, we're going to this last song of the morning.